Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Saskatchewan's General Farm Group is in the Provincial Court of Appeal this week with intervener status to challenge the federal carbon tax. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans and brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 306-352-1866. Filling in for Jim this week, this is Ryan McNally with the official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast. Snow is expected for today about 2 to 4 centimeters, the high minus 18, wind chill minus 30. There is also a risk of frostbite. Tonight, snow ending in the evening, then clearing off the low minus 28, the wind chill getting down to minus 39. Again, that risk of frostbite remains. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud with the high of minus 20, the wind chill minus 39, and a low of minus 26. Wednesday, sunshine with a high of minus 19 and a low of minus 29. Thursday, sunshine with a high of minus 19 and a low of minus 22. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 16 and a low of minus 21. On Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 14 with a low of minus 21. Normal high for this time of year is minus 7, where normal low is minus 19. The sun rose this morning at 818. It's expected to set tonight at 607. Around the province, Estevan light snow and minus 19 with the wind chill minus 31. Prince Albert light snow and minus 21 with the wind chill minus 29. Saskatoon light snow, it's minus 20 with the wind chill minus 29. Swift Current, there's haze, it's minus 20 with the wind chill minus 29. Weyburn, it's minus 20 with the wind chill of minus 33. And Yorkton cloudy with the minus 20, the wind chill minus 30. In Moose Jaw, light snow, wind southeast at 21, it's minus 19 with the wind chill of minus 30. In Regina, light snow, wind east-southeast at 23, gusting up to 37. It's minus 18 with the wind chill. It's minus 28. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest. Sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com and Technotill Seeding System. Packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on technotill.com. The federal carbon tax goes under scrutiny at the Regina, or rather at the Saskatchewan Court of Appeal this week in Regina. Saskatchewan's General Farm Group APAS has intervener status and supports the Sask Party government's challenge of the federal tax. President Todd Lewis says farm fuel is exempt to the carbon tax, but many other products will be pushed up in price. Nobody's there to talk specifically on the idea that a carbon tax is a good or a bad idea. What our argument is that the carbon tax the way it's being implemented can be better serviced by the provincial government. Certainly, you know, the, the plan that was being developed in the province here, the resiliency plan, you know, we were widely consulted on it. And, you know, I think we're getting to a pretty good spot on it, on recognition. And certainly the provincial government understood a lot of the issues we were talking about and, and our, our better place to do that as opposed to the federal government. And so that's what, that's what uh, our argument is going to be about is that, the provinces are the best ones to administer this program and the federal backstop you know, shouldn't be allowed to be put in place ahead of what the provinces want to do. So I think that's just in a nutshell is what some of our argument is going to be anyway. But it will be opposition to the proposed federal carbon tax? To the backstop, yeah, to their plan, that's correct. We, our, our position is that we're going to be uh, uh, disproportionately affected by the tax because we're already, there's 10 jurisdictions across this country that have different plans. Just for instance, in rail transportation right now, uh, we're paying uh, carbon tax on fuel that's burned uh, in Alberta and B.C. 
along our, our uh, grain ship and south of the coast that there's no way for farmers to get farmers to get that money back. It's just going into the big black hole of taxation right into those provinces. So, I mean, that's just one example there that with the tax, the way it's being put on, and especially the uh, federal version of it, there's no way to recover our costs. And, and uh, so that's that's why we're, we're going forward with this fight. And you feel farmers will be unfairly taxed because although the farm fuel is exempt, there's many other costs that will go up. That's right. The taxes uh, throughout the entire economy. I mean, I've, I've made the uh, point on uh, grain transportation, but uh, it's also uh, things like commercial trucking. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that, that fuel uh, tax won't, won't be coming back in the farmer's pocket. Agricultural plastic, they, they'll increase in cost. You know, the machinery dealerships are going to be paying more for their uh, energy costs. Well, they're going to pass that along to farmers. Uh, you know, that's business practice, and that's that's uh, and they, they need to because they need to run a business, and that's just natural part of the business cycle. But in agriculture's case, we're uh, on a world market and competing against countries and jurisdictions that don't have the tax, and we're just going to come off our bottom line. And kind of the ironic thing is that farmers have done a really good job of managing their carbon footprint, and a lot of that's been through increased investments in, in uh, emerging technologies, and at the end of the day, Kind of, like I say, the ironic part of this is going to be that they'll have less money in their pocket at the end of the day to invest in new technologies that will actually help us manage carbon. So it's a very ill-thought-out way of trying to manage carbon, and as I say, that's why we uh, have asked to be interviewers in this case. Lewis says the APAS presentation to the Saskatchewan Court of Appeal will be Wednesday afternoon. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesask.ca. There were no surprises in last Friday's long-awaited U.S. Department of Agriculture supply and demand estimates. It had been delayed by 35 days partial to the U.S. government shutdown. 2018 production numbers for both corn and soybeans were within trade expectations. The average corn yield was 176.4 bushels per acre, or 2.5 bushels less than the December estimate. The U.S. soybean yield averaged 51.6 bushels an acre, down a half bushel from the December estimate. Don Rose is an analyst with U.S. Commodities. They took the uh, yield down on corn, two and a half bushels. They took the yield down on soybeans, a half a bushel. But, you know, the ending stocks at uh, $1.735 billion on corn, $910 million on beans, while it's lower, still says we have adequate supplies, and so we're just anchored. And I think probably the government really said the same thing. They put the average price on corn at 350 a bushel that's from uh you know the marketing year September to next uh September and they put soybeans at 860 a bushel ongoing US Chinese trade talks will continue to drive any market movement this month according to Arlen Suderman with FC Stone the muted response is due to the fact that the China trade talks are now overshadowing everything all supply and demand data and planning intentions from this point forward will be viewed through the lens of the perceptions of what's happening in the China trade talks. Today's report would have meant a lot more if stocks of corn, soybeans, and wheat were tight. And the fact that they're not tight gives more leeway for the markets to focus on broader issues. U.S.-Chinese trade talks will resume this week in Beijing. One other piece of news from the USDA report last Friday, the winter wheat seeding estimate is the lowest since 1909 at 31.3 million acres. That's down 1.4 million from the previous year. 
Results for the 2018 canola performance trials are online. 29 new and leading canola varieties are available through the online searchable database. That includes 10 club root resistant varieties. Trials were conducted in short, mid and long season zone locations across Western Canada. Producers can also do head to head comparisons of two or three varieties. The canola production trial program has been running since 2011 and all data collected over the past eight years is available. The trials are funded by producers groups to provide a neutral source of information. That information can be found online at canolaperformancetrials.ca. And this past Saturday was Food Freedom Day. That's the date when a Canadian household of average income will have earned enough money to pay their entire grocery bill. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture says there was no change in the food freedom date compared to last year. It says Canadians spend more spend 11% of their disposable income on food. The CFA also notes that farmers only see a small percentage of the food price paid for food by consumers at the supermarket. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Here are the latest Viterra grain prices. Durham unchanged at 215.84. Feed barley is also unchanged at 184.63. Canola down $1.30 to 437.22. Flax unchanged at 473.25. Oats up 65 cents at 202.30. Yellow peas unchanged at 256.54. Feed wheat unchanged at 193.31. Number one red spring wheat up $1.68 to 220.89. The livestock quotes are brought to you by Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia at 642-4180 or Weyburn at 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. 1,522 cattle in the Thursday sale. It was a very active and aggressive sale. Six seventy one, the average weight on every calf in the sale at a dollar ninety one fifty per pound. The seventy nine hundred pound tan and red steers from South Twenty Four Ranch at Mancota bring one eighty two fifty. Thirty four eight forty two weight black steers at a dollar eighty two. Right at eight hundred pounds, the red steers at one eighty three. Here's seventy five seven eighty two weight black steers from West Bench Colony. 186 75 and 75 750 weight black steers at a dollar 94 84 670 weight black steers 211 3010 steers 656 212 and a quarter tight to 600 pounds 6620s the blacks 21850 the reds 222 555 weight steers 231 and a half for the reds and 232.75 for the blacks into the heifer trade. 680 weight red sim cross heifers, 181.50. Getting into some of these six and down heifers, boy, they sure are much stronger than they have been the last little while. 650 weight uh, heifers from 178 on up to 186 for some uh, red and black sim and tall cross heifers at 640 at 186. Right, tight to 600 pounds. 189.50 for the reds and $1.90 for the black heifers. The 540, 560-weight heifers, 195.50 and 196. Certainly aggressive. Good to see that tone in the marketplace. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Monday, February 11th. 
Ham sold 5,000 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 119 to 139 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,200 head, selling in a range of 119 to 136 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, February 8th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 129.50, Ham Scash 136.99, Thunder Creek Brickle 140.88, and High Life 137.70 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and four contract prices opened lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up nine basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3270. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.34 cents US. U.S. cash markets are mixed to start the week. In an unusual turn of events, Iowa southern Minnesota is higher while the western Corn Belt and national reporting regions are lower. Lean hog futures are mixed and choppy to start the week following pressure that developed late last week. A number of analytical firms are now suggesting that market clearing lows must be reached amid tariffs with Mexico and China and other disappointing export data pressuring the futures. For example, export sales for the most recent week available, week ending December 27th, were five times lower than the previous four-week average. On the outlook for today, snow expected with about 2 to 4 centimeters, the high minus 18, wind chill minus 30, there is the risk of frostbite. Tonight, snow ending in the evening, then clearing off the low minus 28, the wind chill getting down to minus 39. Again, that risk of frostbite remains. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 20, the wind chill minus 39, and a low of minus 26. In Regina, it's minus 18, wind chill minus 28, it's zero degrees Fahrenheit, and that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today for Jim Smully. This is Ryan McNally.